All right, and we're working. So thanks, guys, for joining me on today's live. And if you're not listening to this live, of course, um, if you want to, you're more than likely listening to this either on a podcast or on YouTube. But if you do want to join us, head over to my Instagram page, and I will also go live on Wednesdays on here. And also you can join us on our free Facebook group. And our free Facebook group is Fitness Beginner Tips. And if you want to know where the link is, head over to the link in my bio and you can join us for there. Now, for today's topic, um, I got asked this question from someone in our Facebook group on I add. So if you join that group, you get to actually ask questions and I'm happy to interact with you guys, as always. And the biggest question I got from today that kind of stood out for me was, I only have 30 minutes to train. Now, first up, this may be the situation for a lot of people. Only having 30 minutes to train may seem quite normal for some and maybe even quite rushed for others. When I was doing powerlifting, and for those of you who don't know, training for that can take up to two hours minimum. Minimum. And I remember I was working at a job and I didn't have as much time as I'd like to to be able to complete the training. Now, if you feel like you're in that position, you're like, I just can't get the perfect thing done. Um, and what I ended up doing was absolutely nothing. Give me a slap on the wrist. And I said, and I just complained because I ended up being a victim to my own situation. So the first thing I want to say is think of it and spin it differently. Only having 30 minutes is better than having no minutes to train. So first of all, make sure we look at the perspective. Some people would kill to have 30 minutes to be able to train. Maybe if you only have 20 minutes still, that's 20 minutes more than the other person next to you. So hopefully that gives you some perspective. Now, if you listen all the way through to the end, I'll give you four things that you can do if you only have 30 minutes. And that wasn't one of them. That was a free tip. So take that home with you. So without going any more further delay, the first thing that you should do if you only have an X amount of time to train, and to be honest, if even if you have lots of time to train, you want to be productive. So make sure you walk in with a plan. That's tip number one. Now, if you don't know what to do in your plan, I'm not going to lie. Any plan is better than no plan. Have a list, have a checklist, and write it on your phone app, whatever it might be. Set it into stations. Know what you need to do in your workout, and that's going to make you more productive. And of course, when you're doing this plan, you want to make sure that, well, first of all, are you choosing things that are going to be easy for you to be able to do? So when you go to the gym, you're not going to go, all right, I want to go for a squat rack, and then I'm going to go for the machine next to it and superset it with the other machine that's also very popular, and you're trying to expect it at 5 p.m., at peak time, good luck. You're setting yourself up for failure. So maybe what you could do instead is think of a plan that's going to help you move into it. So maybe you go into the foam rolling section, then you go into the cardio section, and then you're going to go for the most popular thing first and just use that. Then you start setting up some supersets. Maybe you set up a little station where you do one bodyweight-based exercise, and this is me off the top of my head. You do some push-ups, you grab a dumbbell, you do some goblet squats, you grab a bench or you have two dumbbells once again and you go for some rows. And that right there has already given you four exercises that you could do in 30 minutes. That little superset I just mentioned with the three exercises, you set yourself up for success by being able to do that for three rounds. No equipment used, 
not a lot of equipment used, might I add, just probably dumbbells and maybe a barbell if you're quite proficient with this. But being smart with this is going to help you. If you have 30 minutes, you're like, okay, what am I going to do now? And you're just going to go, I'm going to do some squats. And then you look into the next thing, it's like, hmm, what's another exercise to go do? I'm going to do some push-ups. You're going to kill your vibe. You're going to kill your flow. You'd rather try and spend 10 minutes at the start planning it or even five minutes at the start just planning it and then you can run with it from there. So that's tip number one. Always walk in with a plan. Now, for those of you out there, just let me know um, in the comment section, do you already have a plan for your programs? And if you don't, head over to the link in my bio on my Instagram. That's sean.momentum. Click the link. You can get a free program for you to be able to trial out and just see if you like it. Okay, no obligations. All you have to do is go to my website, click free resources, and you can see a sample program of all the exercises that you can do. Number two, you want to maximize your training time. So you want to maximize it based on how much time you have and also the equipment that you have. And these are three things that you can use, and I'm going to break them down a little bit more. The first one's called every minute on the minute. So if you really truly only have 20 minutes to train and 30 minutes to be able to actually get to the gym, cool. Let's implement an every minute on the minute. You're going to do 10 minutes of a warm-up, just making numbers up right now. But an every minute on the minute means you have time to rest and make the most proficient of it. So I'm going to give you an example. For seven minutes, every minute on the minute, we're going to do a squat. So if it takes you 20 seconds to do a squat, you have 40 seconds to rest till the next minute, then you're going to do your squats again. And we'll give you a certain amount of reps to do. So this could be five. The thing is now you have to try and make sure that this is challenging enough for you, but not too challenging that you're going to gas out by the seven minutes or before the seven minutes. This is going to be really effective for you out there to get the most out of your time. The second one is AMRAPs. Now, if you're not already part of my program, then I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it. Here's a free tip. <laughs> oh, here's four free tips. One of the workouts that we have is push-ups. And I love push-ups now because um, it's so simple to do. You can do it on an incline. You can do it on a decline. Everyone can do it. You can do it on the floor. You don't need any equipment. You just need patience and you also need the floor. <laughs> so when you're doing this exercise, one of the workouts we have is just push-ups. And we actually do this to an RPE9 close to failure. That's one rep in reserve. So you keep going until you can only do one more rep. Now, when we're doing this, we, that is technically considered an AMRAP because you're doing as many as you can for a high number amount with technical failure. I mean, muscular failure, not technical failure or task failure. And if you don't know what that is, just let me know in the comment section and I can clarify that for you. And we do it with three to five seconds on the way down. That's also implementing the third part of maximizing your time, which is called tempo. So we implemented tempo with basically close to failure training, which is as many reps as possible without you hurting yourself. So we call that muscular failure, not task failure. And then you rest and you do it again. Big compound-based movements love EMOMs, AMRAPs, and tempos. Now that also brings us to tip number three. You wouldn't want to be wasting, or I want to say wasting because it sounds so negative, but you wouldn't want to be using your time of only 20 or 30 minutes doing things like calf raises, doing things like abs, and doing things like bicep curls, unless you can make up for that time later in the week. 
your bang for your buck time at saving exercises are still going to be compound based movements push-ups lunges squats hip hinges of any sorts pull-ups if you can those are going to be really useful for you because now you're using multiple muscles multiple joints and now you're using your you know really hard earned time efficiently because now you're going to get better results out of this so if you can try and avoid doing things like ab busters when you haven't been able to do things like lunges, squats, pull-ups, chin-ups, dumbbell bench press, whatever it might be. These multiple joint, multiple muscle-based movements are going to be more useful for you. And trust me when I say this because I get too many people going, hey, look, I've only got 20 minutes now. I want to do five sessions a week of just ab exercises. But we always ask and dive deeper, what is your goal? And they go, I just want to reduce my waist. And I said, in those 20 minutes, we might be better off talking about nutrition. In those 20 minutes, we also might be more, you know, more beneficial for us to be able to actually do some compound-based movements in a circuit format, AMRAP format, EMOM format. And I know that works. Because it also boosts what we call your metabolic, um, your metabolic rate. Okay, so being able to do those big movements will benefit you more. Now, this is the last one that I'm going to tell everyone out there, and hopefully you already know this. And the last tip that I have for you out there is perfect is overrated. So even if you have a program that's going to program you for technically 40 minutes and you only have 30 minutes, if you do not complete the whole program, that's fine. It's still better than doing absolutely nothing. And if a program is written appropriately for you, you should have all your compound-based movements at the start anyway. And more than likely, the only thing you're going to be missing out towards the end is isolation-based movements. Now, don't get me wrong. Isolation-based movements have their time and their place, but not before compounds if you really want to be able to maximize your time. Once again, this is what we're all talking about, maximizing time to get good results and hopefully making sure that you get into a rhythm too. So just to go through those four tips again, and I promise you, if you start to implement these as soon as possible, you will be able to get better results than you have in the past. And the first thing is make sure you have a plan. If you don't have a plan, head over to my website, download the free um, training samples and just give those a go. The second one is maximize it using EMOMs, AMRAPs, or tempos. And if you don't know how to do that, feel free to comment or let me know. And I'm going to message you and find out how we can teach you how to do this. Um, because like I said, this topic here was given to one of the people in our free Facebook group. And they wanted to know how they could maximize their time. So same thing as you. If you have a question, don't be afraid to ask. And I'll ask a little bit more about how we can help you educate you on that. The third part is making sure that you prioritize your compounds, big muscle-based movements, multiple joints. And when you're doing that, now you're going to increase, hopefully, your metabolic rate. But you're definitely going to be able to increase the metabolic rate more by doing compound-based movements over just isolation-based movements. The fourth part is perfect is overrated. Don't get caught up in finding out what is the perfect thing to do. Because I'm being absolutely honest as a coach to help people out there. Perfect is overrated. As long as you do something, then you can 
record and track it, then we can start to see, okay, how can we start to make this a little bit more friendly towards your time and also your lifestyle, your education, and also saying that your experience. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening all the way through to the end. If you did, uh, you are definitely one of the more committed ones. And I feel like if you have any questions, I want to help you guys out more than anything. If you're listening to this through our podcasts as well, great. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I am very, very sorry it's taken me this long to get back on lives and doing podcasts as well. But all I can say is if you want to learn more, head over to my YouTube. That's where I'm going to be dedicating a lot of my time to educate people in a richer way. If you want to get more of a snapshot of what you could learn from my YouTube, just follow me on Instagram. I'm putting a lot more reels, carousels, and informational content. That gives you a bit of a snapshot of what you can use straight away but you're going to learn more in depth on YouTube. So team, thank you so much. I hope you guys are well and keep building momentum. Take care.